that there are apparently different types of dragons and that there are people out there that would say they are experts on these not only mythical but fictional creatures. But the thing is, though, I also saw that they are actually like reptile experts, so that kind of makes sense. Oh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Analyzing Abstracts, where me and my friends chat. Today, I have a special... Uh, guest because she is a part-time art teacher and illustrator. Ooh, and has gone one day since her last workplace incident. Apparently, uh, and also she liked to say that her greatest quarantine achievement is lip-syncing to Jennifer Saunders' cover of "Holding Out for a Hero." Please welcome Patricia Ramos. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Patty. <laughs> Hello, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Obvious next question. Ko. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know. We'll just start strong <laughs> by reading each other's minds. How how's your week ba? Like how's your day week? How's been before you sat down? Hmm. Let me think about it. It's so eventful. <laughs> wow, grave damage. I know. I think actually I would change my intro to my new um, quarantine achievement is getting a new bike. Because I I joined the club of bike owners bike. in the in QC. Taka pupunta. Ikut ikut la. Not like I can go anywhere. <laughs> but it's I know it still feels liberating to be able to go out of the house. Para kang I know. If you imagine yourself in a zombie apocalypse, wow. this is your new way of transporting. Special <laughs> zombie apocalypse. Uh oh. So it's specific. True. <laughs> oh, wow. So, Patty, our topic today is uh, what makes a Stephen Sondheim musical? Question mark. So we're going to talk about Stephen Sondheim, the, music, the musical and lyricist extraordinaire of mm-hmm. musical theater. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, I think he turned 90 this year. So I did not plan this to be uh, to be timed with, with his birthday or anything. Yes, not at all. Not even. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you haven't seen the rendition of Ladies Who Lunch, Young, with Meryl uh, Streep, Christine Street. Baranski, and yeah. Audra McDonald. I love yes, that. Yes, that's very same. Uh, I think you haven't fully lived your life until you've seen that, I don't know, that um, rendition. Yeah. Like, very, know, they should make it separate. Eh. Like, their, their own versions. Eh. Oh, oh, that's true. But also, like, the three of them together. Like, uh, your world is going to explode. <laughs> That's where this big pop up once. Well, anyway, think... Sondheim. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you gonna get this out of the way? What what our favorite Sondheim musical is? Like, I think I know. Ikaw, very what's your Um, I would say, well, uh, okay, you can. I I also want to know what your first one was. But my first one was um, what's this? Uh, Sweeney Todd. And then I didn't know who he was yet. I was just okay. I like the music here. It's very emo and <laughs> like, <laughs> like emo it's, opera. It's, it's very musical, yes. But it's an emo opera. Uh, for me, like 
uh, kung emo si or like kung um pop punk si uh, Phantom of the Opera so we thought would be the emo one but I think <laughs> my real favorite is um, Into the Woods yeah mm-hmm. how about you which I find funny that you say Into the Woods because uh, Into the Woods yung kalaban niya for best musical at the time was Phantom of the Opera I think Interesting. So that's why it didn't win, because it oh came up God. against Phantom. I'll double check, but I know, <laughs> I know that that was the like um, it's like uh, what do you call that? It's like yung everything is so good that if it were in a different year, each one of them would have won. Parang ganon. So like <laughs> the timing of having all these good good stuff happen in the same year and then fight each other. Parang ang hirap naman. Parang ganon. So true. I um I felt the same way with Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet. Like I remember it went up against Dear Evan Hansen was the one that won. Oh, wala. Yeah, Dear so Evan Hansen like, na yan. Yeah, well <laughs> I I'm still team um Natasha Pierre. So sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I I that's what I I know that's how I felt the same way last then. How about you? What's your favorite Swan Time musical? Ako, I would say talaga it's uh, Sweeney Todd. It just, mm-hmm. It's just something else talaga. But I feel like the more I watch, the more I love all of them equally. Like, by saying Sweeney Todd is what I like the most. It's not because like, like 10 times better. Ganun. It's just that, yeah. just an inch lang, an inch better than the others. Yeah. But they're all equally so good. Mm-hmm. No, I think the thing that you can take away from Sondheim musicals is that each of them has a very distinct theme. Like, very. I don't feel he writes about the same thing. So, no. each of them hit different to you. So, there's not like one that's better. It's just more. This one resonated with me a little more. Yeah, parang, it's like he's trying to change it up every time. It's like, with every musical he released during that time period of when he released a lot, parang, everyone is not what you expect to come out from what he came out previously. Parang ganon. Kasi like, yeah. the succession of it na parang uh, he came out with Sunday in the Park with George, which was a very, you can say na parang artist-heavy na rendition, a very, very melancholic ganon ba. And then after that, he comes out with ano, Sweeney Todd na parang Tama ba? Tama ba in order ko? Sweeney Todd game before something the park. Oh, the, <laughs> edi ganun pa rin. Sa parang Sweeney Todd, something so sad and something so morbid, yeah, yeah, yeah. something so horrible. And then it go- goes to this really nice light. Oh, Sunday in the park. Medyo heavy yeah. pa rin, pero like, it's not as heavy as anything that happened in Sweeney Todd. And it's so meta pa, the fact na may two timelines shine everything. And then, after that, he comes out with Into the Woods na it's just pure crazy like sobrang crazy talaga ng into the woods did you feel about into the woods like what makes you say that it's crazy because he took fairy tales and then made it so mature at the same time so funny mm-hmm. and then the play pa is so meta and then everything is so stupid but fun stupid not like <laughs> bad stupid everything is so stupid yeah, like yeah, yung yeah, yeah. mga princess they're so stupid even Cinderella kahit ang ganda yeah. ng intention niya she's so stupid pa rin even Jack <laughs> si Jack mas lalo na si, lit- si Little Red yeah, Dead yeah, yeah, like yeah, everyone's yeah. so stupid but at the end it's like 
yun nga, sabi nga ni sabi nga ni Witch, di ba? You're not good, yeah. you're not bad, you're just oh nice. <laughs> di ba? Yeah, that's my favorite. Oh, that's why they're all stupid. Kasi they're, just, they're too nice. They're too nice yeah. to each other. No one's mean to each other. Yeah. And, I know, I think, well, I was at first I was going to say, like, my favorite stupid character out of all of them is uh, Are the Princess. Because, sobrang, even if this, this musical came out uh, in the 80s, I feel that a lot of his works Like, alam mo yun, like, they're so timeless and they speak so much about yeah. things that are, are are resonant until today. And you have yeah. these, like, jock guys um being so sad about, oh, I don't know, I can't find the princess. Uh, or, like, it's so hard to get the princess that I want. Then when they finally do, in the second act, like, okay, spoilers, but, you know, you know. <laughs> I mean, like, when the whole oh, Agony song is so funny talaga. Because yeah. it's so... <laughs> Because guys aren't known for like to be emotional, diba? But then they're being emotional, but for the most petty reason pa. Tapos, mm-hmm. the way he writes the jokes pa in between the lines na oh sobrang funny talaga. Like yung, yeah. she's always, I, I'm always 10 steps behind, always 10 uh, feet uh, below. Ten like, feet oh my below. gosh. <laughs> so, so, fun. Good. The, so good. And the way that he weaves the, the, the melodies inside and it's kind of like a joke pa. Yeah. Where, where he sings the Rapunzel song. Oh my god. So good. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, dude. It's so funny, talaga. It's uh, it was so good, and uh, yeah. So like his, I uh, know the humor is so iconic, and I I really feel that you can't find. It's just such a lightning in the bottle thing. Nah, how can you how can you possibly find I uh, know someone as witty as girl? I think if if he has a brand, even though technically if you put everything next to each other, there's no similarity between them. But if there no, is a similarity, it probably is his humor. It's always this very biting, satirical humor. Na parang, it's always making f- fun of the characters in a way. Even in his yeah. like most mature ones, like Sweeney Todd and Passion, uh, na parang, yeah. There's always a slight humor, even though I I haven't f- fully watched Passion yet. I've seen like snippets lang, but I, I think I'm gonna like yeah. it then. But like th- that one, same with Sweeney Todd, hindi masyado humorous. Even though Sweeney Todd's more like half half humor, half mel- melodrama. Pero itong Passion, yeah. I think is uh, his one of his more serious ones. But like I think his style of humor and melodrama and yung um how he does well in both is so. I don't know talaga like hindi fresh eh kasi he's already it's been, it's been a while pero like yun siguro what you said na timeless nga like yeah. like, like the fact na people all people revive his shows so many times and not just like one show ganun na it's mm-hmm. almost all of his shows like you can see a revival of each and almost every one of his shows diba parang ganun so yeah, parang yeah. that just shows na parang even if the production met Uh, if the sets change, the costumes change, the actors change. The fact mm-hmm. na in his lyrics and music, nandun na lahat yung magic and everything that he di- does, parang ganon. It's already there. You just need mm-hmm. to bring it to life, ganon. Make the people see. And Definitely. the fact na yun nga, na parang kahit anumang age ngayon, it's still relevant. Mm-hmm. Lahat ng uh, points niya. Yeah, definitely. And I, I was gonna say about Into the Woods, how 
um, when when you said that it takes fairy tale characters and kind of makes them a satire or a black comedy of what of Mm-mm. a version of what they used to be. Eh, parang that was basically what the Grimm, the Brothers Grimm wanted them to be. Parang ganon. Yeah. That they were common or like um, let's say pang masa na, na stories at the time. And then he just kind of added um, a very contemporary flavor into them. Ganon. I, I also feel like it was Shrek before Shrek. <laughs> I true. But then like it, the stories are already like sad, diba? Like Cinderella pa lang. I mean, uh, it's like he just made it he just made it lang less fantastical in a way. Para, okay, kaya pala ganito yung nangyayari kay Cinderella because uh, later on, th- something like this will happen to her, parang ganun and stuff. Like, uh, basta parang he made it more make sense, yung morbidity of the original fairy tales. And um, as you said earlier, like the, they were so stupid, but I also think that they were stupid because it was necessary. Yeah. So it's a musical about like growing up and maturing and how even um, adults need to learn to be mature. <laughs> because children will listen. And, yes. But also adults. <laughs> adults need to listen. But yeah. Yeah, so, that's why you need to be mature because children will listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm, are you also a child? <laughs> mm. Yeah, I know. When, when I first heard uh watch that musical very um it was a very existential Ako din. true <laughs> like, happened, i was right? like honestly the only musical like i really really like in talagang love and adore before watching mga sondheim was like chicago na kasi chicago yeah. also had the same idea na parang satirical about ito naman about celebrity culture diba i mean i like yeah, i yeah. like parin naman mga musicals like phantom and lamis and wicked like they bring something <laughs> parin pero seeing this musical released in the 1980s and being so mm-hmm funny, mature, at the same time, yeah. timeless na, kasi it still affects today. Parang, wow! Why hasn't anyone told me about this? Bakit kailangan malaman ko pa nung, nalam- nung nilabas nila yung film adaptation? And, how do we, ano ba? <laughs> like, I don't wanna be, uh, I, I don't wanna make this, like, rift between pop musicals, let's say, like, um, Cats or The Lion King. Well, pop <laughs> talaga. Parang, I don't know. You well, mean mainstream. But like yes, mainstream. Um, about um, I guess I would say more uh, not universal, but like more popular topics or mm-hmm. things that your the whole family can enjoy. So it's it's I know I feel that yung um after you after you dive into those the usual musicals, talagang you it it would be a great service to you if you tried these other ones like Chicago or Cabaret and all. Oh, Cabaret. Uh, yeah, the things that would be like, oh, raunchy. But then, yeah. there's something always deeper. So, like, guys, don't don't knock it just because it's sexy. <laughs> well, ako naman, it's like, like, musical, I've always, before, like, seeing these uh, deeper ones, I've always thought the musical lang is about the singing, diba? So, I oh, never thought oh. it would be about this play on words na malalim mm-hmm. na funny mm-hmm. and at the same time referential to other stuff and yeah. meta I've never seen this level of hype I don't want to say hyper meta pero parang ganun na yung level ni ano eh, ni Sondheim magsulat it's like multiple layers of meta <laughs> yeah and I know there was this one video essay nga actually that 
Um, if you'd like Sondheim, I feel that if you've watched Star Kid, have you seen Star Kid? No. Musical. Oh no! So um, Star Kid was most famous for uh, making Darren Chris popular because they were very popular musical. And then they had was this a new musical na parody rin, but it's about Disney tropes or like mm. uh it's called Twisted and parang Twisted kasi it's a play on Wicked because it takes Aladdin and then talks about it in Jafar's point of view ganun yeah but i feel like this is super different kasi it's not just well major spoilers pero it's not just like a commentary on the the story itself um mm-hmm. of Aladdin kasi originally the writers of of the musical na twisted they said that oh i wrote this musical because um i hated aladdin's character in the original movie parang ganun so but then ayun. that's so different mm-hmm. from how sondheim approaches his musicals i feel like kasi those mm-hmm. ones come from like oh i didn't like how uh, so i want to parody it but it's still fun but yeah, yeah, yeah. the way the way uh sondheim reaches in deep down it's like he's trying to make you understand yourself as a human like what it is to be human yeah. like all of his musicals are like that parang i read an article nga na said na parang sonheim and weber are like yung parang considered rivals because <laughs> during because really? wow. no no in like the scene lang na parang they, they don't okay. consider themselves that pero like yung yeah, yeah, yeah. yung the way critics mention compare them ganun ang nangyayari yeah. kasi Weber gets the fame and the popularity in the mainstream pero yeah 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 pero Sondheim gets the perfect acclaim from the critics na ano kasi uh, Weber's musicals get flack means and diba by critics na parang yeah. na, hindi naman ganun <laughs> kaganda or like ganun. so like they yeah. yun yung parang naging rivalry nila pero like like what it said there nga na parang It's really more than that. Na parang it's about this this Sisonheim. He mm-hmm. did something to musical theater that no one thought could be- happen, which is bring very dark, very mature, edgy themes and make it likable. Na if you look at mm-hmm. if you look at his main characters, panga eh. I don't know because I haven't watched all of them. But from what I know and from what I've seen, parang most, if not all of his main characters, are the most unlikable people you probably you probably meet. Na parang they do, yeah. na parang they do bad decisions or they do bad things. Pero <laughs> yeah, yeah, he makes you like them in the end. Parang ganon. Even if they yeah. die, even if they <laughs> win in a bad way, ganon. There's st- in the end, you're not supposed to like these people. But then, what you come to realize is these people are could be you, parang ganon. Does that make sense? Na parang na hindi ka man si like Sweeney Todd who would like to get revenge on the man who stole your daughter by ano. You know. yeah. Pero you understand why he did what he did, even though you're not gonna do it. You're not gonna kill people in order to feed them to other people. Pero, <laughs> yeah. you understand why he did it. Parang ganun. Yun yung, I think yun yung yeah, goal yeah. niya in each of his musicals is yung parang showing people na you're making fun of these people na parang you think they're stupid, you think they're bad. Pero, can't you, you're, you, you must see yourself in them then, in a way. He's making us more empathetic. Parang ganun. We agree with that. Nah. It's it's about it's really about empathy and showing his characters as like human talaga. As okay, real people. That's, yeah, 
I think that's such uh the the one of the bigger contrasts between him and Andrew Lloyd Webber. So feeling ko, I'm I'm also part of that. Oh, I'm Team Sondheim, <laughs> not Team Andrew Lloyd. Honestly, ako then Team right? Sondheim. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Webber's okay. I think nga pa nga, I like some others more than Webber. It's not that yeah. Webber's mainstream or anything. It's just that medyo distant kasi in feeling. I was gonna say na parang their his characters um in comparison to um sometimes kasi they're like the opposite of flawed. Like if you were to say mm, they're perfect. Or, or um my favorite Weber musical is um Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh, that's really the way good. But yeah, it's so it's, like, I, I get so it. I get what you're saying. Na it's so very like wishy washy. Na parang, ah, we're like perfect people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's parang that's the um I feel the antithesis of Sondheim. In that, kahit kahit um the Phantom makes you Eric, if you would see him, he's also like you know brooding. But also, what else? Parang <laughs> Not to say that he's not he's a bad character, yeah. but like the the character development that. Sondheim offers. Parang, Sobra. Uh, it's really uh, more than much. Uh, something else. Oh, yeah, yeah. something else. Talaga. Like, even compared to other musicals na famous, like Les Mis, like, yeah. kahit hindi Andrew Lloyd Webber, eh. even oh, from yeah. his mentor. Uh-oh. Did you know? I, I did not know this. Just be, I researched it lang. Pero apparently, his mentor is Hammerst- Hammerstein of Rogers and Hammerstein. And Hammerstein, yeah. So, I had no idea. See Stephen Sondheim? Yeah. Okay. He, he, Prodigy Shani's Hammerstein. So I'm oh, okay. like, oh, I'm like, whoa, that makes sense. Because like, yeah. Rogers and Hammerstein then likes to take some really dark stuff. Like, look at Sound of Music, diba? They yeah, made, yeah. they made an. Definitely. Can I can I even say anti-Nazi even though hindi naman Nazi related masyado yung story? Pero like the idea of they take things and make it more empathetic, ganon. Pero ang difference lang is they never took it to the level of what Sondheim did. <laughs> oh, I think the ano ba? Like their topics. I was gonna say nga, like their topics are very proto Sondheim in the way na Mm-mm. yeah, their totoo. characters gave a different view, parang of what ano. Like for example, Cinderella. Like it's the most anodin of me for Roger mm. Na parang wow, ano this. I, I I don't know how to feel about it, but also like I like it, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. I think I think na what's missing, uh, quote unquote, missing lang sa Rogers and Hammerstein is they never took it to the level of what Sondheim did. Like if Sondheim yeah, was given Sound of Music, he would probably make it sa point of view ng Nazis. Parang ganong level siya. Yeah, if Sonheim if Sonheim was given Cinderella, he'll he'll probably do it in the point of view ng stepmother. Parang ganon. Like he'll take it to the next level of like empathy but then at the end i think do nakuha ni sonheim yung empathy level niya of writing lyrics from the from rogers and hammerstein kasi i feel like they also write their lyrics and music in a way that you feel with the characters and not just at the characters parang with the characters like you can see naman how much people love maria diba from sound of music yeah, diba yeah. so par- and that's not because maria's like perfect or ano it's because she's just so likable kasi even Uh-oh. if she's flawed even if she's like not a perfect person kasi she's not ano ganyan ganyan, ganyan. parang i think that's where sonheim got it naman na mentor siya well oh i agree like thinking about how uh, for example getting to know you 
um, parang if you were to hear it the first time, you would never, the, the last thing you would ever think is, this is about an English school teacher teaching Thai kids <laughs> or um, ano yun, Sai- Siamese children, ganon, and um, talking about their differences even though, like, I'm white and you're Asian. <laughs> like, What's how, this, what they're talking about? Getting to know you from, oh. uh, yeah, from the thing and I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Parang, uh, it's just that, I know, I think, uh, my my friend Mandy, shout out to Mandy, but like she's yeah. a bigger fan of musicals. Shout out to Mandy, I, yeah. Has, Siguro magagalit yeah, like, siya sa atin na tayo nag pero hindi wala oh siya dito. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But like, she has this list kasi of, of um, music that you don't know came from musicals. Parang ganun. Mm-hmm. Um, popular songs that came from musicals. And ayun, that, uh, that really reminds me of that. <laughs> Um, speaking of like unlikable characters, I feel see si Bobby from Company is something I would send guys I don't necessarily agree with. Like with the relationship. I hate so. Bobby so much. <laughs> there you go. Uh, our hot take of Bobby's the like the worst person ever. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about Company. And yet, like when he sings, I know. Um, I, I really like to- Company, man. I do too. It's it's a very millennial musical. What do you like ah, about them? I, it's so funny that you say that. Because I read yeah. that Sondheim made Company or like adapt. I don't know if he wrote it because the story. But like he mm-hmm. made Company because he thought that musicals at the time were very like escapist. So he wanted to oh, write a musical okay. that the bourgeois people that watch musicals could relate to and throw it back at their face at how bourgeois they are, bougie they are. Oh, okay. I understand. <laughs> Did I everything click now? Like, every song? <laughs> yeah, especially Ladies Who Lodge. Because, <laughs> of course, it's like a full circle. <laughs> diba? He's, and I love the fact that he, may, he doesn't, like, make fun of one type of person. He makes fun yeah. of everyone. He makes fun of the single, the married, yeah, the engaged, yeah, yeah. the <laughs> hopeless older. romantic, the, the one who oh. doesn't care. He makes fun of every single one of them. Yeah, yeah. I know. And yun it's so multifaceted about like how, what's this, about like an adult life and usually Mm-mm. how, and yeah, I think it's parang selfish. your life. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree. Like every choice they made kasi in the in the musical was very mm-hmm. selfish if you mm-hmm. think about it. Like if you remove all of the comedy and all of the drama, in essence, every choice they made was because they were selfish. Diba? Parang, uh, yeah. Bobby's Bobby's jealous of the married friends. Cause he's selfish nga. Now he wants to feel something. But the married friends are jealous at Bobby because he could uh he, he's dating three women. So parang, you know, like it's all about the selfish desire. Talaga. Yeah, yeah. And how like you wish that oh you're I know, literally like your life is different from what you have right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Super. everyone else is jealous of you. Parang ganun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, marry me a little hits me. <laughs> <laughs> Kaya I find it funny that you said it's very millennial. Because in the end, everyone reached a point that they were jealous of something that they didn't have and they forget that they should appreciate of what they have already. Ganon. Mm, yeah. I get that. Hoo-hoo. Oh. <laughs> Biglang you remember being alive and then... Yeah, but then, you know, like in the end, like what we said, right? these are so unlike. Not not one of them is a likable character, honestly. Sub company, oh, yeah. everyone's like not even stupid. 
they're just so selfish ganun. pero the fact na he made it a comedy he made Uh-oh. it minimalist yung approach uh makes you see na parang oh, it's like a mirror almost na parang, oh my god am i like this yeah, i should yeah. probably i think which is the truth nga kasi he said nga diba he wanted to make he wanted to throw back yung lifestyles ng bougie people back into their face yeah It's just, you know, whenever I think about who am I in, in the cast of company or something, like, I can't, like, everyone's such a caricature of a person I know. Parang ganon. I can't fully identify with, like, one person or anything. So, yeah. Which just makes you human. Kasi <laughs> if you understand almost each and every one of the characters, that means at one point in your life, you felt yung selfishness that na they felt in the play. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> company. <laughs> I, I really, that's why I really like it because it's so wild talaga. and to think that he wrote that in the 60s or 70s, diba? Parang, wow. Mm-hmm. More people should yeah. watch it so that not just musicals but every type of art form will be ano inspired by it diba the idea of making a mirror but not make it preachy and make it likable De- definitely and i know like i i see i feel like people when they go into musicals they're always expecting such a good time or alam mo yon like how how they would yes. say animation or they would say Oh, it's an animated movie. It's for kids. It's lighthearted. But then it could be so much more, <laughs> and that's why I feel with yeah. Steven Sondheim. Yes, that's table, true. Diba? That's that's what the critics say. Then, parang he did something. Na people, because always thought that musicals should be something light, something escapist. Mm-hmm. But each and every one of his musicals brings something more. Brings a darkness and edge to it. I think. Uh, totoo yung darkness kasi each and every one of his musicals very dark even the right. comedy is very black parent. even his lighter ones like Sunday in the Park with George that's like one of his lighter ones but it's still yeah. very dark and very very rude kasi like yeah. it's like talking like yung dalawang Celeste the two Celestes uh-huh. they're so they're so like ano tawag doon they're so rude they're like oh my god What? Wait, I, <laughs> but you know there are people like them, so yeah, definitely. I disclaimer lang that like I haven't um with this watched Sunday in the Park in a long time because I I don't know how to feel about it. Like it's about art. Like for me, it should it should be like my favorite of all his musicals, right? But I don't know what it really talks about. Or not. It's or, about like, obsession, I, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because George Surat focused on. His painting, rather than focusing on his wife, de ba parang mga ganon. Even the others, na parang they're focused on what they're doing, ganon. To the point na he makes this wonderful, wonderful painting. Pero in the second act, the paintings, uh, the people in the painting hate being in the painting, de ba parang ganon. Right. And then later, his fictional grandson, because he never had children apparently. Mm-hmm. His fictional grandson is also creating like uh, his own art. Pero he's so obsessed with it na this time we. See him divorced ng Asha, but yeah. from his wife and stuff. So I think it's about obsession, talaga na. I think uh, the reason lang why it's not like uh, considered one of his best because mm-hmm. uh, most of his other musicals are very ensemble. Like each and every character has their own story. But this one, kasi Sunday in the Park with George, it's only focused on George. Eh. Yeah, yeah. So if you're not yeah. relating with George, it's not for you. Parang ganon. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. 
or maybe it did have something to say about his own, like Stephen Sondheim's own um, artistic. Well, he made that because uh, Merrily We Roll Along, which I think uh, people should watch then. Because uh, it's very... It's Nolan. <laughs> it's Christopher Nolan as a musical. Oh, okay. You know Merrily? Do you I know Merrily We Roll Along? I'm aware So of the idea yeah. of it is the musical spans 20 years mm-hmm. and then there are four time... Four... What do you call that? Four... Not really Actors? acts, but like there's oh. four acts. Okay. Each act is five years apart. Yeah. But it starts at the end and then ends in the beginning. So mag- this musical starts when they're famous. Okay. And then the musical ends when they were just starting out. Okay. Oh, so yeah, it is a Benjamin Button kind of situation. It's a memento yeah, <laughs> musical. Yeah, memento. Okay, okay. Because it starts, yeah. And... I don't know if you since you don't know Merrily We Roll Along Richard Linklater the guy who made Boyhood and before series <laughs> he's making a Merrily We Roll Along film adaptation oh okay okay so he's the musical is set in 20 years and then 5 years apart yeah he's yeah. gonna do that though he's gonna oh. film it in 20 years 5 years apart damn so <laughs> he's supposed to start though either this year or next year so if he starts okay. that there's a movie around 2040 plus yeah so I don't know <laughs> about I don't know I, Honestly, I am excited because we know naman how good he is with this time thing with Boyhood and before yeah. series, diba. So yeah, I think yeah. he, it's in good hands. Ang worry ko lang is if something happens to the actors, nandi niya inexpect, diba. Yeah, but it's not knock on wood it's, on the on the actors, pero definitely. Yeah, that's the scary part, lang like ano. Oh, oh. And one of them is Bernie Fieldstein. So oh, I love Bernie Fieldstein from. Uh, B- Bernie Fieldstein, yeah. She's from Third, right? Some of I remember I watched her with Ben Platt in the nineties birthday thing, and then I know mm. she was in what other movies was she in? Uh, Lady Bird, Booksmart. Oh, okay. Oh, I've only seen Lady Bird. Oh, first, oh, you should watch Booksmart. They did. They did show um a musical in Lady Bird, which is merrily we, lo- we roll along. Do you remember this? Full circle for Beanie. Totoo, totoo. Oh, but like there, like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so going back, uh, he merrily we rolled along because it didn't didn't do well. It had only sixteen performances before it got off Broadway. So nalungkot daw si Sondheim parang oh, I should quit because okay. like people don't like me. And then he yeah. wrote this musical called Sunday in the Park with George after seeing the painting though. Oh, nice. So I think nga, it helped na going into the musical. I knew that he wrote it out of sadness. Because mm-hmm. the musical is very sad. It really is. It's very, it's very yeah. self-deprecating. Parang he keeps hating himself. He hates himself yeah. so much. Gana. Yeah. And like, I don't know, his mistress is always talking about how... Oh, it could have been better. better. Parang gana. Yeah, you're not. It is very meta. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> diba? I told you, iba yung level of meta niya. Like, now, we, now that you know na that was his mindset before writing the musical, mm-hmm. now you understand it more, diba? Definitely. I, I feel, ano, as an artist then or like someone who makes their own work, parang it's just weird to see how famous people um are able to do, or famous creators like Stephen Sondheim are able to make their work because of something that happened in their life. And then you're like, that's never gonna happen to me. I can 
whip something out of I don't know even if I haven't experienced it or whatever. But then you you get to mm-hmm. that point and then you're like, oh no, I'm just like them. <laughs> I don't know if so that true. ever happened to you, but. Yeah. Oh, no, I get it naman. Like, you right? keep talking about, you keep thinking na parang, maybe, like, if you see Adele, diba, you're like, maybe I yeah. should go through a breakup so that I understand how oh, to yeah. release this energy. But it doesn't have to be, diba? Parang, or you can like, still release that kind of energy with your own understanding of it and it will still be equally as good as someone else's interpretation of it. Yeah, I think one of the the things I take gripes with that is how people rag on Taylor Swift or um, is that, I think musicians in general when they go through a breakup they're like, oh, I'm so excited for their new album <laughs> even before they, they announce it or anything. Like, so stupid, already, you know? Yeah, I don't think getting like um, talking about the world through the lens of experiences that you've had doesn't isn't as corny as people should make it out to be. Parang ganun. Yeah, it's true. And, yeah, it shouldn't be as corny talaga. And you feel that uh, no, it's so distanced. Like good works, like Sweeney Todd, ganun. it's so distanced from the art artist or something. Na parang, uh, I I would never have I know thought about this or this and Sweeney Todd. But then when you dig deeper about like the themes of obsession or about um, revenge. Just, yeah, revenge or or fighting after someone you doesn't like you. And honestly, I think what Sondheim was inspired by was the idea na of this class system na of fighting back at the rich. Oh, oh. He basically said, "Eat the rich," literally. Yeah, that's literally nga. Oh, oh. Or a little. Because the way does he. I don't know if he thought of the set, uh, but I think mm-hmm. the idea parin of like na Sweeney Todd's barbershop is above and then that's where the rich people go and then the bodies oh, go yeah. to the bottom yeah. where the poor people eat, diba? Yeah, yeah. No, I had not. Wow, I never thought of that though. <laughs> that's amazing. Really? I always thought of that because I was like, wow, like he really thought of the idea na parang this poor man who who was wrongly parang I know, something. I forgot what he was said to have done, but parang wrongly accused of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tapos his daughter got taken away pa, and his wife ganon. Yeah. Tapos when he find when he gets out, he plans this big revenge ganon. Pero uh, when he had the chance to kill the judge, he didn't take it because he knows he should be a good person. Pero in mm-hmm. the end, he's just so angry at everything na, and then they realize, hmm, maybe we should feed the fee, uh, make the rich. Di ba sabi nga sa a little priest yeah, song there, which is oh, coincidentally yeah. pa the la the se- well not coincidentally I think Sinajanya <laughs> to be the last song sa act one oh, that's the lyric there yeah para, um the uh, ones from um, above will de- feed down those, those down from below. Be- on below yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, when I heard that part I was like wow I thought this was just gonna be about this murderous barber shop person oh, oh, yeah. that was, it's so deeper than that pala. it's about this class system pa, oh, about oh, industrialist oh. ideals yeah. and like yeah Grab it. and like um, the fact that they had to stoop down to stoop quote unquote to this level about like of feeding people to each other because oh we're so poor mm-hmm. this is all we could know, afford or like this is the best idea that we could ever think of or anything this that's kind of mind blowing actually now Toto. that you think about it even the I know the because diba, the start he came in to the to Mrs. Lovett's uh, bake shop to get the apartment upstairs and then you, you 
Miss Lovett realizes, oh, Chapelle, he was the previous tenant. That's why he's getting it back. Ganon. And then he asks about his wife. Ganon. And then Mrs. Lovett lies. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then like in the end, we realize na spoiler. Uh, we realize <laughs> that his wife Palo was the beggar woman that has been around the the everywhere the whole time. Yeah, the, the way that he <laughs> that was he finds out pa because he killed her. That was that was like oh my gosh! Like look what happens when you do. I uh, know. Yeah, like, when you. It's not that he deserves it, pa nga, eh. no, diba? Like it's really a tragedy. It, he doesn't. Uh oh. Like I think it's just a matter of circumstance, diba? Parang ganon na. Oh yeah. Nakataon lang na the wife heard. I forgot Something. what the wife heard. What made her go up to the barber shop? But the yeah, the yeah, beggar yeah. woman heard it, and that and uh, and Sweeney saw her and then slit her throat. Oh, oh. Uh. <laughs> and I know I was going to say something. Parang that's the epitome talaga of what tragedy is. Parang ganon. Na oh, it's a comedy, but also people don't ask for ask to do like ask for bad things to happen to them, or like people don't. Not, nobody deserves to have bad things to happen to them. It's just like either like the rich <laughs> have something to do with it, or like it just it's it a just, matter of circumstance. A, yeah, or just bad luck. Like you just I know um are in the wrong place at the wrong time, and you happen to have like a hot wife that the judge wants to bang, and <laughs> and like it's not it's not anything. You're just living your life, and then suddenly someone comes along and tries to um pin something on you, right? Yeah, yeah, but that's why I love Sweeney Todd. Me too. And I know. Because it's so deep. For me, it's um, sa Into the Woods. It was like always about consequence. Not that like, you know, it's not just because someone did something wrong or like they deserved it. But it was their But role. it's the fact that they did do something. Yeah. Whether it's wrong they, or not. They just um, what like one step or like, diba? Si, like si Jack and the Beanstalk, we, we know that he's the hero yeah, like, of the story, diba? I think that's the... That's the song oh, na It's Your Fault was pointing at. Na parang uh-uh. Na uh-uh. every choice they made had something to affect the problem that they had before this song. Oh, parang ganun, diba? yeah. And like, I know. Each one of them had something to do with it. Oh. And I don't know, like at this point, na, what's this like you, you get so used to blaming people? Like I know there are, mm. there are really people to blame, but then yes. yun, some people are just what's this? Like they they're above people who are uh, who are blaming each other, and then you don't yes. realize that oh it's not we're not the we're not supposed to be fighting against each other for one yes <laughs> we're, we're I don't know for one like it's nobody's fault you should look probably somewhere yeah, else or wherever. And then for two, like that's the that's the message of like adulthood. Na oh, it's not about blaming what people did, but like what you're supposed to be doing next. Or, like, yeah, it's about moving on. Cause oh, what if it's oh something out of your control, right? <laughs> yeah. Because children will uh, m- move on. Know, sorry, move on is from Sunday to Park. So like, full yes, circle. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Diba? Oh That's what he said. Diba? Move on. Cause no. If you're just gonna obsess about it and be sad, you'll just be sad until you die. It's so it's such a I know. Um that's such a adult thing that I don't think people talk about enough. Like they tell you be nice be good or like be nice. But like what are the consequences of no, it's being about nice. being right. Sabi yeah. ni which oh you're I not good, her. you're not bad, you're just nice. Uh uh-uh. Oh, I was gonna say that's my favorite lyric of all of her songs. I'm not good, yeah. I'm not nice, I'm just right. What? It's just 
it's like two meanings pa. Like she's just right. It's like it's like it's like you you're like that that moment when she said that you're like oh my god she's right. <laughs> she's right. As in, ta- ta- she is right. Ta- yeah, ta- like parang also correct. Everything that she's doing is not selfish, but at the same time, not selfless. It's about uh, doing what she thinks should be done. Oh my god, I, I love her. <laughs> I love her. I, <laughs> I love the witch, then. Yeah. Oh my god, Bernadette Peters. Yeah, <laughs> You know what? The next one I wanna watch is Assassins. Because mm, it's considered pang one of his most controversial ones. Because if you don't know, it's yeah. about the different assassins of presidents in yeah. America and other types of assassins. And they sing songs about it. Parang oh, yeah, I think they're... they're like in a kind of purgatory thing. Na parang they're talking Ooh. to each other. Ganun. That was the first song. I saw the first song. And the first song is about them singing about how everyone has their own dream and how they mm-hmm. want to capture their dreams. And oh my god, it's so dark because like they're talking about following their dreams, but we know what they did in the end that they killed someone. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> okay. It's so it. morbidly, satirically, darkly comedic. Pero uh-huh. That I think that's why it's one of his most controversial ones because he's humanizing mm-hmm. assassins, deba. Right? Yeah, parang that, that's I know that's like really sketchy when you think about it. But like I feel the way that I'm, he writes. I mean, it's it's like really I think it's good, naman, because the fact that people revive it, pare naman, is good. But I think the climate right now it would be hard to revive it again. I, I think agree. it it would have to take a time na people don't feel so pent up with anger. With other yeah. assassins. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, the fact that parang, there are just some, I feel that there are just some um, pieces of media that if it were to fall into the wrong hands, alam mo yun? Like, for example, Ay, totoo. Yeah, uh, like Hamilton. Were, oh my God. <laughs> That's the ano, prime example. Okay, ano, um, I would like to ask how does Hamilton fall into the wrong hands? Because, it's uh, it could be re- uh, it could be spread out as historical revisionism of changing the uh, white founding yeah, fathers as blacks yeah, and POC. So yun yung scary part of Hamilton that that's yeah, why people yeah. tried to boycott it. But then Manuel Miranda's like, eh, I get what you're saying, but this is cool, right? Oh Pero, I really don't like how he said it. Talaga. Pero yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really see how he could have said it in a better know. way. Pero <laughs> no, but. I I feel like at the time of 2015, coincidentally, like Hamilton came out the same year that General Luna did. <laughs> diba? mm-hmm. parang, now people would say that the same mentality that, that um, got General Luna famous is the same thing that um, brought us this presidency or whatever. Or like, <laughs> so parang, yeah, like how do we, how do we really think about media that way nang parang you get to be it's mature hard. enough or to see it in a way na you're so you're quote unquote supposed to diba parang yes you're not i get what you're saying it, yeah you're not supposed to see it as a like a, a pardon for slave owners or whatever or for macho guys i think it's all about what i said panga about hamilton is if Lin Manuel chose to change all the names of the people involved, mm-hmm. hindi na siya matitake as historical revisionism because he's he's changed the names. Eh. He's made them fictional. Yeah, yeah. If he if he only that's turned the, Alexander Hamilton into Lin Manuel, not just Miranda. Alexander, everyone change yeah, yeah. everyone's names. 
if he just yeah, changed everyone's it's... names, no one would complain about Hamilton. I agree. But like, ano kasi, um, one thing that also got me kind of sketchy about Hamilton, oh no, hot take of the night again. But like, no, but I really love oh, Hamilton. I really I like know. it. It's really good. It's really smart. It's, it's really... Very... Amazing. Uh-oh. Pero, niyon, syempre, the nice. question of historical revisionism is always at the back. Oh, when you, like, when you strip away, like, the novelty and how, how much it changed, like, how people view musicals in the first place. Like, diba, we were just uh-huh. earlier, like, musicals aren't supposed to be, like, all, I know. Happy, all, happy. Oh, happy, happy, or, you know, parang, if, if Escapism. Not, if were to say, parang, oh, that's, I know, too girly or too, I know, for me whatever, ganon, the usual thing. Like, it's too much dancing people or whatever. <laughs> but, like, if you, if you like, thought about Hamilton changing everyone's perception of what the musical should be, parang, okay, I'm grateful. Also, this is about slave owners. So, <laughs> like, after, after, you know, the, your, the sparkle in your eyes starts to... And honestly, like, out of all the people there, pangan, the characters, Hamilton is the worst one because he's so <laughs> selfish. He, everything he did, I think, you know, and then yung, what he quote unquote tried to show, but with everything that happened in the play. Pero, mm, yeah, I don't think he should have ended it with people talking nice about Hamilton. Yeah. It could have been just like people learning things about his life. Parang ganun. Yeah, and taking parang, Yeah, like. Yeah. yeah, it could have ended instead of people like lamenting his death. It could have been like, you know, I'm not saying that I did the, I'm making a better ending. Uh, it's just about the long time, long term effect of what the ending does. Definitely. Like, yeah. I remember, I remember, I don't think some people even realize how much it's Hamil- Alexander Hamilton's fault why people are saying that guns should be legal and stuff in America. Oh, you know that he invented Wall Street, right? <laughs> Literally diba? invented like, Wall Street. He invented everything that we hate about capitalism and yeah. um, money-grabbing and stuff. But yeah. people don't see it because Lin-Manuel Miranda made a beautiful musical. It's wrapped, yeah. And it's wrapped, so it's cool. Well, yeah, I, that's I, the. Yeah. But the thing uh, is, I feel like the fact that it's so good, talaga. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't remove that. Pero siempre, I'm thinking if it weren't a good musical, we probably wouldn't be talking about it right now. Oh, I agree. Oh, I guess it's the same way with double edged yeah, sword, I mean, talaga. Of, in the end. Yeah, a lot of popular media like uh, Harry Potter is <laughs> the next thing that comes to mind after that, because when you start to think about some of the characters, it's very oh, that's not something that I would agree with anymore. <laughs> well, again, <laughs> Sondheim. Yes, from Sondheim. <laughs> but um, I think yeah. the difference lang between Sondheim is, like I said, if, if Lin-Manuel Miranda just changed the names, the fact that Sondheim made such um, diverse range of characters na even I think even if he chose, I don't know, because Sunday naman, he didn't change the name. Assassins, mm-hmm. he didn't change the name. Maybe that's why they're not being as pop, they're not as popular as his other ones because they're, they're a little scary to touch again. Yeah. Pero, yeah. I don't know. In the future, we'll never know. I'm glad then uh, there are things that, alam mo yun, parang, oh, this is something that, uh, like we were saying earlier, now a lot of his works are super timeless. But then there are things that really could we could leave in the past. 
And mm-hmm. I guess, ano, and wala. I think it's important for some artists to acknowledge that. Move on! <laughs> and you should, ano, yeah. and such. And also, don't touch history anymore, kasi. His what? History? That's what I'm seeing. Oh, yeah. don't, just don't touch history anymore. <laughs> or if you're Ooh. gonna touch it, change the names. Yeah, I agree. Or like, I know, it's really how you frame it, kind of. Oh, how you frame it, parin. Yeah. <laughs> Hamilton. Um, <laughs> I mean, look at this. Look at it this way, na lang. If anyone, to anyone listening, na. <laughs> if company used real people uh, uh, and even kept it the same, I don't think company will be revived as much because it's based on an actual person. Does it make sense? Yeah, parang, okay, we, we've already talked enough about this specific person. But then, you know, uh, when you think about it, this person is already cemented in time. Whereas, if you yeah, were to yeah, talk yeah, about true. Bobby, so, parang you're, gonna, you're changing the perspective about this person na in the future uh, and stuff. Yeah, like so the fact that it's these are fictional people that could be anyone, uh, it's still revived until now. I agree. The power of to the point where where the recent revival changed the genders, diba? Right? Yeah, Bobby is yeah. a woman, and the three oh, girlfriends are like, three men. Parang yeah. ganon. Na now we're like, have we reached that point? Na the women are the the uh, womanizers. Oh my! Diba? It makes you think of that, eh? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I love Katrina Lake, but like she's untouchable. <laughs> but then, when you think about it, do we really need her as Bobby? Because for me, when I when I take a look at Bobby, I would automatically like find people around our age who are who I would be like, ah, you still you need to watch this musical and also find out like what happens then, like what he realizes, you know, mm-mm, diba? mm-mm. Then maybe you know that's the ano lang na parang maybe in the future there will be a point na. Some women are like this, are like this Bobby. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they need to see it because they're not exempted from it. And then there are some men yeah. that should watch the original ones because it's a man doing it. Parang yeah. Now you have options. <laughs> I'm so glad that Marriage Story covered it though. Uh, I found out friends who, who uh, I found friends who found out about being alive because of Marriage Story, and I was like, yes. But you have to watch uh-huh. Company too. It, you know, I'm doing you a service here and recommending Company <laughs> to you. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Sondheim. Yes. Yeah, we haven't even we're, we're like talk, we talked a lot now, but we haven't even talked about how witty his lyrics are. Oh like, yes, oh definitely. Some people say panga na he's like if Shakes I I some, I, I I didn't say this uh, I read it. It's not me. Don't hate me for this, pero Shakespeare though is to theater what Sondheim is to musical theater. Oh well, I feel like we've already talked about Hamilton enough for people to <laughs> not care about. <laughs> this is actually described as a Stephen Sondheim podcast. Um, Totoo though, like I think. The the way he plays with the words and then makes the music and the melody work well with the words and still have this emotion, this empathy, and this wit. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? How do you do that? Yun lang talaga. How do you do that? Yeah. Like, and I know, um, I was, like, the musical I was talking about earlier, um, What's this yung twisted? I really recommend you watching it, by the way. Because um, someone compared... Stephen Sondheim's lyrics to the lyrics there and how he transposed the script. Taking out your judge ko. Ha? Ayan? 
Huwag mo i-judge! <laughs> But like, I don't know. I-judge ko kung Sondheim level ba? Well, I I don't know if, I don't know, if, if it will reach your standard. I don't think anyone can reach his level of double entendres. No, I agree. But like, I know kasi, um, when you think about it from like a creative standpoint as someone who writes din, parang how are you able to think of these rhymes? Like, how uh, honestly, um, <laughs> off the top of my head, I'm thinking of, do you know that part sa It's Your Fault where the witch says, It's his, it's his fault that the curse got placed and the place got cursed in the first place. Oh my gosh! Uh, Who thinks of that? Right? Because he's on his own. San galing yun! Yeah, and I know, the, the witch's rap. Oh my god. Like, if you remember mm-hmm. the witch's rap. Parsley, pepper, cigarette, arugula, it's very good, it's very good. Oh, right! Oh, that, re- that reminds me, since we were, we were just talking about Lin-Manuel Miranda, I was telling... Again, shout out to my friend Mandy that I was like, oh my god, Stephen Sondheim writes raps for white people. <laughs> Although, uh, eventually... Oh, y- y- it's a company pa lang eh, not getting married. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's even faster than a rap eh. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, I remember I read pa nga, um... Satisfied though. Kasi Angela Lansbury was the first Mrs. Lovett yeah, in Sweeney yeah. Todd. Well, I read, I don't know how true this is because I just read it. Uh, apparently, when Sondheim gave her the sh- music sheet, mm-hmm. she was like, the first question she asked, though, where do I breathe? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you know the first song sa, that Lovett sings, yung, um, Worst Spice in London, diba? Hey, uh, yeah. what's that? I want to learn that. Hey, what's your wash? What's your worry? Oh my gosh, where do you breathe? Apparently, atapos sabi daw Sondheim's reply to Angela was like, Angela Lansbury was like, um, oh, I didn't think about that. Just do it na lang. You're supposed to do it in one, parang he said like, you're supposed to do it in one breath. Parang ganun. Yeah, and uh, I don't think, that's the same thing I don't think any other musical writer really does that. Talo na, ano, among his contemporaries. Parang, no, I think Totoo. that's the only one who did it. Um, I was gonna say that there was one music, uh, one song that I wish they included in Sweeney Todd, the movie. Kasi I felt that it was so unfair that they excluded it. And it was Kiss Me, which was a duet between the daughter of Sweeney Todd, si Joanna, and si Anthony. Oh! The reason though kasi like it doesn't really Tim Burton wanted to focus more on Sweeney Todd less on Anthony. Yeah, yeah. That's why they cut it out. Okay, okay. But it's so Kasi if the, his uh, his thinking then that Tim Burton. I'm defending Tim Burton at this point. Pero Tim Burton <laughs> was like saying na parang he knows he watched the musical though when it mm-hmm. came out and he watched it three times in a row. That's how much he loved it. Tapos Yeah. Um, I love you. Tapos, his worry though was if he has to put all of the songs, the film would be much longer than the play itself. Uh-huh. So, everything he did though after that, so, okay, I'm cutting this song. He asks Sondheim first if it's okay. And then he explains uh-huh. why. And then Sondheim went. So, every choice he made though in the movie, what to cut, what to shorten, were uh-huh. all approved by Sondheim. So, anyone who says na parang, oh, not, I'm not saying na you're wrong. Ah, pero like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm just saying that Sondheim approved all of this, so yeah, people yeah, yeah. can't say that the movie is bad because yeah. Sondheim approved all of this. And I know um someone did say, I watched a, a video essay about how um Sweeney Todd is actually one of the best musical adaptations. Totoo naman, eh, like... But, yeah, the way that the score starts up, ganon, even if they don't really have the same chorus, like yes. the whole theme. Um, and and 
mm-hmm. the changes in the orchestra, Sondheim made them. Like, yeah. Tim Burton was like, hey, can you, like, change this? Because in the musical, you only use, like, 10 instruments. Can you update it to, like, 70 more instruments so that it would be more cinematic in the musical? Yeah. That's one of the things that happened. So, like, Sondheim said, like, sure. Yeah. And then he did it. That's great. For the best. Yes. I think, ano lang, I mean, not not to say that they needed it at this point, pero um, when I listened to the musical um, songs, musical songs of Sinita, that when and when I discovered Kiss Me, that was when I really found out like the diversity of his work. Na parang, oh, he could. Uh, I didn't expect the song to be in Sinita in the first place, because it Totoo. sounded like the opposite of what the tone was going to Mm-mm. be, and then. It got the anxiety correctly, and like when you listen, when you first listen to it, and like Sijo starts stuttering, parang oh, there's no other. Oh my gosh, I think para not getting married is anxiety at oh, its peak. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> because the the stress level of of Amy yeah, is yeah. like. Oh my gosh, I don't want to get married. Like, tapos the lyrics, pa- oh my gosh, let's go back to how beautiful the lyrics are. Yes, like, <laughs> she's talking to the audience, but she's treating the audience as like the audience of his, of her, of her, wedding. Of her wedding. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, the levels, the levels are all there. You know? Yeah. And then, and then the choir angel is like, oh, this lady is just like, no, no. She's here. I know this day is amazing. And then later she's like, oh, this lady's crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I love the contrast. Talaga. And and it's it really perfectly talks about I I mean it, it portrays like this whole song can't ever just be this I know um Amy singing quickly. It always needs the the contrast of each of the choir Choir like, like in Worst Spice in London, right? Oh, 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 oh. Right? She goes from very fast to very slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, wow. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I, I need to learn that song eventually. And like, she's so There's a karaoke in YouTube that I sing to sometimes. Because oh. I really love that song. Eh? Yeah, and like, I know, um, the exposition that she does in that song. Yes. How? Oh, I don't know why. <laughs> Mrs. Mooney has a pie shop. <laughs> And uh, I thought, sir, would you like a spot of ale? And like she gives him the pie, and then there's so much loaded in that, and the song is barely like two minutes. Is that just <laughs> disgusting? Uh. Oh, definitely. This, oh. It, it, it and the, and I never realized this joke until I saw the musical version, because it's not it's it's a bit of the film's fault then uh, hindi highlighted yung joke pero until i saw patty lupone's version oh. of it i never realized that there was this joke pala there's the it's so revolting it's greasy and gritty it looks like it's molting and tastes like well pity, well, pity. i was like okay yeah. but then i realized you were supposed to think that she was going to say kitty oh because it's greasy and gritty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like it's molting and tastes like kitty. You dapat yung inexpect mo. Yeah. But she doesn't say it. Because Sweeney looks at her and parang, are you gonna say kitty? And she's like, well, oh. pity. Uh, w- <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Because she talked about that. how Mrs. Mooney puts cats in her pies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she doesn't have... She doesn't... Do yeah, she doesn't. Because <laughs> the pussy cats are quick. Yeah, and I know... Oh, the, 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 well, she calls it to a woman alone. With limits. With 
Lem- uh, that's why she does that. Kasi nga, she, she was trying to recover from Kitty. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. She can catch them. Did, did you just learn that now then? No, yeah. Parang, you think that it's it was just like, oh, I know, Steven Sondheim ran out of things to put in the lyrics or something. But then you're like, oh, Apparently, he put in every joke. single thing. Yeah, he put, he put thought into every single thing. So I love a little Pikachu. Um, they they took out a lot of the puns in the in the movie, which is which is okay for me. Like it's a, As a little priest. Yeah, because yeah, I it is okay, pare. Because I feel like if they put the whole song in a little priest, yeah. it would go on so long. Yeah, and it would be so like, bored. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, fine, we get it. You're making puns about these eating people. Yeah, yeah. That's why, uh, for me, that was a right decision of cutting it down. Mm, that's I agree. Uh-oh. Pero in the play, you're gonna enjoy each and every pun of it. <laughs> yeah, parang, I think that's also like he talked that he knew what it was about each medium that he needed to Mm-mm. do. Because like for for plays, parang if you miss one joke, you can't go back to it. Like you can't rewind it. Mm-mm. So he had to like make jokes just in case, just in case. Make it longer. Left. <laughs> yeah, just in case you missed it. Get, yeah, if you missed it, here's another one. <laughs> Or here's another, I don't know. Just in case you don't get that we're talking about eating people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I like the, uh, just like the kitty joke. Yeah. He makes another rhyme joke here in A Little Priest, diba? Where Lovett's like, do you want Tinker? Uh, a little pinker. Taylor, uh, a little paler. Uh, what's the next one? Uh, uh, <laughs> a v- it's like something vicar at uh, And then something thicker. And then she goes, locksmith? Uh-huh. And then... And then Sweeney's like, oh, I don't know what rhymes with locksmith. <laughs> so but he doesn't say it. it. It's just in his head. Yeah, diba? yeah. So, like, there are things that you don't have to say necessarily. Uh-uh. But honestly, I did get that did at the first. I was like, what? what's so to... funny about locksmith? <laughs> you have to just... Oh, because nothing rhymes with locksmith. <laughs> oh. Yeah, man. Things you have to, I don't know, listen to over and over. And, like, you only get people react to it. really Oh, okay. Oh, oh toto. If, if I didn't watch the play where people were laughing with the jokes, I was like, what? That was a funny yeah. thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the magic of, like, ano, Sondheim talaga. Na. How, the level of wit he has, na parang, mm-hmm. grabe talaga yung level of jokes niya. Even to the point na parang, it's almost highbrow, the oh. way he jokes. Na parang, you have to be in a, you have to be, you have to have certain knowledge about things to understand, like about language, like that. Ganon. Yeah, yeah. And I know, parang whenever I think of Sondheim, also I feel like uh, I have I owe it to um, composed earlier lyricists like Howard Ashman, who um, mm. who wrote L- the Little Mermaid basically, and then these these songs that like you repeat over and over. Na parang you don't know what the lyrics mean at first, and then suddenly it plays again, and then you sing all the lyrics perfectly, and you're like. Wait, wait a minute. Like, did I hear this correctly when I was a child? Are you talking Are you about, ano? Are you talking about poor unfortunate souls? Yeah. <laughs> That's also Because when you sing it, you're like, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> Why am I singing it? And the the part where she goes, um, it's she who holds her tongue, who gets a man. And you're like, wait, I, I sang this when I was like five. <laughs> Before uh, I even had the vocabulary. That's, ano, yeah. It's very, uh, ano to? It, it it gets you deeper <laughs> the more times that you listen to it. Yeah, I yeah that's you know, like there's something about these lyricists talaga na making. But I think mm-hmm. what 
uh, Sondheim levels up from it is the fact that you notice it almost immediately in a way. Mm-hmm. Now, while they sing, even though it's so fast or so slow, uh, and that's the another thing about him, na parang, he can almost do like almost every genre imaginable because yeah, he has yeah. like a, he has an opera which is Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. He has like a sing song like musical which is um into the woods and then he mm-hmm. has the company where it's just it's a modern pure farce yeah. uh oh, pure farce really and then he, he has passion which is all about this romance and yeah. this about uh, i was actually surprised that he wrote my side story because <laughs> it seemed like such a different but it, like he's only yeah and then you're you're going back to oh it's side story the funny thing about looking at at West Side Story, he he only wrote the lyrics, not the yeah, music. Yeah. So it's so interesting seeing him make lyrics for something that, for a music that he didn't write in a way. Because I think that's the magic of him writing yeah. the lyrics and music. Because if you look at and also like a little night music where it's so sad and so mellow and the music. Like, pero he still adds his flair of like uh, playing with words and stuff. Nah, mm-hmm. I don't know if he had a hard time doing it in West Side Story, but West Side Story is good than your lyrics, diba. <laughs> pero it's so weird seeing his wit and his humor and his play on words in a in a musical in a musical where he didn't write the music as well. Does it make sense? Oh yeah, because I just literally like the when you mentioned. How he how he would be writing someone else's music. I read that he didn't really like the lyrics to "I Feel Pretty." <laughs> if you're, uh, but I feel pretty is yeah part of West Side Story, and he was like, oh, I but know, it's one of his first to, first stuff, naman. So it that's it, fair. That's fair. That's all of us, and it, honestly, oh, our first things then we don't like. Oh yeah, that's far. I know when when you look back at it, like comparing, ladies and gentlemen, I have written attention please so like i feel pretty and so witty and yay and you're like oh okay <laughs> diba? so, um, if you compare it to you can compare it to we have no time to sit and tether yeah while her withers with- wither wither yeah. oh my god <laughs> who thinks of withers wither with her yeah <laughs> that's three different sets of words or different phrases different homophones uh, compared to i feel pretty yes we, we can relate as a as a young artist, <laughs> honestly, Sondheim is like the person, the person who opened my eyes to like what musicals could be more than what it is. Yeah. Honestly, not saying that, not saying that Weber's bad or anything, <laughs> but then the, he's like the what do you call that? He's like the bar. He sets the bar on what is a great musical, Uh-oh. but Sondheim takes it. To another level, because you did not expect musicals could be like. Yeah, if Weber was the gateway, which I'm, I'm actually really thankful for. Or like, if Disney were the gateway to people listening to musicals, I would say yeah, definitely. Okay, pa rin. If you need, if you're, if you really like it, or like you really want to explore more, Sondheim would definitely be the second person for you to watch and hopefully obsess over as well. Again. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like he's like if you've reached Sondheim levels of um understanding of musical, na it's not just the face value and stuff. Like in talagang what we just talked about, like yung level of deepness na you didn't even know na may joke don, you didn't even know yeah, na right, meaning niya. 
Ano yeah. To, like, ano. if you reach that point na, I think you've seen enough. <laughs> Not saying <laughs> that you shouldn't watch anymore. But, you know, what I mean, like, you've reached the nirvana of musicals na, in a way. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Someone like, will come for me for that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, but, like, I, I feel the way, uh, mas, mas interpret ko from what you're saying is that, like, you're equipped enough to see more yes. musicals in, in a different light yes. and not just, you know, from a certain mainstream perspective, if I would say. Not yes. He's not mainstream, pero you're like, oh, this is, like, Sondheim did this also in his musical or whatever. Parang ganon. Oh, parang, you now see musical as not just this escapist sing song, people dancing in, uh, no, in cat suits. Oops. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, Cat is good, naman, as a musical. Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> but then yun nga, like, like even like a musical like uh, Cabaret in Chicago, where it's very minimalist, versus musicals like Lion King, which is very maximalist in its approach. Parang yeah. you see them more than what they are now because seeing Sondheim musicals makes you look at musicals in a different light, na talaga. Oh, super agree. So, Patty. Basically, what we're saying, Sondheim, 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 Sondheim. This <laughs> the it's like John Malk being John Malkovich. Oh Malkovich, yeah. Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. yeah. Sondheim, 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 Sondheim. Sondheim. I don't think I can even summarize what we said because we said a lot about him. Did like how the <laughs> like trying to recall, but like it was it was just so many facets, just like his work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe, uh, maybe like from what I remember, it's about the way he humanizes um, unlikable characters. Yeah. The way he makes his music very hard, but at the same time, uh, chal- challenging, but to the point where it's because that's the how the character should be. Parang ganon. Yeah, iconic and also necessary. Like it really helps the narrative and um, push forward. Oh, and. Gives you like the full effect of what he really wants you to do. Yeah, it's not just they're singing because they're singing. It's they're singing because there's something oh, to sing about. Yeah, and uh, I learned that the hard way. <laughs> like if you were to <laughs> think of how to write a musical, you would be like, you would listen to something and be like, oh, I can't do this at all. <laughs> yes, yeah. So basically, watch Sondheim, guys. Yes, uh, pick pick your I don't know. Pick your poison. Basically, that's Sondheim in a gist. I hope after listening to this, anyone who listens to this who hasn't listened to Sondheim will watch any Sondheim and yes. not think it's just any other musical. But it's more than that, guys. It's really more than that. So after you listen to this, go watch Sondheim and then go back to this. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I agree. And it will change. Uh-uh. I hope people like, <laughs> I know, go uh, talk to you and tell you what they really I think. Don't and they'll be like, no, I know, this is my favorite. I hate whatever you just said or like whatever you guys. I don't think I don't think said. anyone will say they hate a Sondheim that's musical because all of them are good. That's fair. That's fair. For me, all of just, them are good. There's no bad one. Uh-oh, they will just what's this? Uh, brain fart. <laughs> just, they will just tell you or disagree with what your favorite should be. Yes. Yay. So well, that's it about Sondheim. So Patty. Let's oh, no. <laughs> talk about you in a way. Uh, it, basically, it's mm-hmm. just to end this. Do you have anything to promote, or like, uh, do you have? Where can people reach you? Talk well, to you about well, Sondheim if they want to. My Twitter is public. <laughs> I hope that. So I, I, I know. I hope that anyone 
who wants to talk to me will do it in an agreeable, polite way. Uh, my Twitter is <laughs> my Twitter is at cpatitay. That's p a t t i t a y. Yes, and um, but like if you would rather yes. like see where I draw or um, I actually did that. That reminds me, like I did a fan art of Mrs. Lovett talking to the waitress. Wait, you'll see. What's her name? Toby. Oh, <laughs> the the oh. Sarah musical. Yes, I was going to say Jesse Mueller. So no, I realized. Yeah. Wait, so, that's so, the no. name. Si of the Jenna, actress. Oh, no. Jenna the waitress talking to each other about eyes. Yeah. Must say waitress. <laughs> waitress. 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 Waitress from waitress. So, um, you can reach me at uh, Art of Patty Ramos on Instagram. That's P A T T I R A M O S. Art of <laughs> at the beginning. So yeah. Yes. Yeah, Basically, Patty with an eye, guys. So there. <laughs> That's it. So thank yeah. you, <laughs> thank you, Patty, for joining for this episode. Letting me on a podcast where I can actually talk back to the people. <laughs> the pod- I'm actually one of the people. Wow. Yeah, dude. Oh wow. <laughs> honor. No, we're just we're just audiences <laughs> talking about oh, our opinions. But it's still an honor to thing. be able to rave about <laughs> time with you, Luke, on this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Patty, again. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, everyone who listened, everyone who subscribed. I hope that you enjoyed all of these episodes, all eight of this season one. So this is um, actually the season finale of season one. So uh, I don't know if I when I'm going to do this again or when I'm going to continue this. But you... If you stay tuned on my social media, you, maybe you'll find out when I'm going to start it again. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Thank you again, everyone. So going back to dragons. So there are worms, which are dragons without legs and sometimes even without wings. I don't know how that works. And then there's wyverns or wyverns, however you want to pronounce it, which is apparently dependent on which lore you're using. I mean, I just...